Hi, it's Sunny. And this week on Cheery Conversations, I talk with my friend Becky, and she brings up a good question that her and I both get at times, which is, how do you do it all? And we giggle whenever we hear that because we don't do it all. So we'll unpack that for you as well as talk about the three-legged stool. It's an interesting concept, but you'll see exactly what we mean. Let's get right into this week's Cheery Conversation. All right, one of the questions I get all the time from women is how do you do it all? How do you fit it all in? And I think there's something in all of us that we want. We have goals and dreams and visions of our lives and then we get into the in-between and it's how do I still have it all? Do I have to give up on my dreams? Do I have to give up on my goals? And then they look at us and we're a little further down the road than them. And they say, <laughs> would you say that's old? Just further down the road. Just further down yeah. the road. A little more serious. And they say, how do you fit it all in? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a question I get all the time. What do you have to say about that? Well, I think you're right. We're a little further because a lot of the people who are asking the question, they are a little younger, mm-hmm. even if just three years younger, but some are five or 10 years younger. And I get that question like, how do you do it all? And I just think I didn't do it all at once. Mm -hmm. There's seasons and I worked really hard on this and was frustrated that I wasn't getting to do all this. And then the next season I worked really hard and I focused on this and again was like, oh, I wanna do more. And, And so there were seasons where I was more focused on my kids and as a mom and they weren't in school so I wanted to work, but I didn't work full time, so mm-hmm. I worked two days a week, and it was a season. And and those seasons sometimes eventually add up to where you get to do a little of all. Mm-hmm. And then people go, well, how do you do it all? Well, because I did one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And I won't say that I did it all gracefully and excited in those seasons. A lot mm-hmm. of times I was frustrated that this is the season I'm in. But once you own that and you go through that season and you learn and you develop, then when you add things, eventually when you're 32 like us, yes, right. <laughs> then you look like you can do more. You are doing more, but we still don't do it all. Yeah. So I think giving ourselves permission to not have to do it all from the start. Right. And then to really know people are ahead of you, no matter what age you're at and I don't feel like I'm doing it all. Mm-hmm. So when they're asking, how do you do it all? I go, I'm not doing it all. Right. It's perspective too. How about you? I, I agree. Think, you I agree. I think what most women need to realize is that in order to do the things that we want to in each season, there's a lot of other things we say no to mm, yeah. that we would love to do. We would love to go and participate in certain things. And yet we don't because this is the season we're in in life and this is the focus of my life right now. This is what's important. And so it's constantly resetting those priorities, uh, but also not being a slave to time. Mm -hmm. So we can feel like time is running us, but really we run time. And we can choose and set the pace of our lives instead of letting life set our pace. It's so good. So for sure, I may feel at this point like I've done a lot, but each season had a focus Mm -hmm. and there was one or two things. And then having good friends who remind me when I say, hey, wouldn't this be a great idea if I went and got this done or I got this certification or I tried this out or added this to my plate. And then a good friend says, 
no, remember, this is the season of your life and I wouldn't want to see you fill that time up with something that isn't as important to you. And so having those gentle reminders from someone who keeps me accountable helps me because it's not a no for always. It may be just a no right now. And then I'm going to put that on my list as something I'm going to consider and pray about and maybe get to do in another season of my Love life. That. All right, one question I know I see come up in women is how do I keep balance? And the balance is something we've talked about mm -hmm. before. And um, I think when we're talking about balance, we may be referring to a specific area. Maybe I can't find balance in my emotions. I can't find balance in my workplace. I can't find, and I know there's more to it than that. And sometimes we can focus on one area and we think we need to fix this, but really, there are other pieces that we need to put in place so that we can have ourselves on level ground so mm -hmm. that our feet are planted and um, we can do life in a way that we don't feel off kilter. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to that? I believe that our life, mind, body, and soul is like a stool with three legs. Like you could have a stool that has four legs and it'll stand, stand up really well, but three legs will still stand mm -hmm. up. You can't have a stool with two legs, right. it, it falls. So mind, body, and soul, you have to have the three legs. And so when we're like, I'm gonna focus on my body and I'm just gonna work out all the time mm -hmm. and I'm gonna get my diet in check this year and we just focus on body, but then maybe we're not getting good rest, we're not uh, focused on our prayer time or our quiet time that has to do with our spirit. Maybe we quit going to church for a year just because we're busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've added working out and all the kids schedule, so we're not in church for a year. That year, I didn't focus on me and my emotional health. Mm -hmm. And But man, I got really fit. And mm -hmm. we go, man, I thought if I just got skinny and fit, yeah. everything would be great. And, and it's because that stool is wobbly because you didn't do the other things. So I love when we go, let's do something realistic. Can I work out three days a week? Can I just not eat the stuff I know that is bad for me? Mm -hmm. I absolutely know those are, those are awful choices. And I, I work on that. And then I also work on the emotions. And I know that I have someone in my life and my spouse is helping me and I'm being open and vulnerable with people who I know will give Jesus advice. And then also I'm working on the spiritual side. Mm -hmm. So I'm investing in my time in the morning with Jesus. I'm listening to worship in my house rather than my the Adele CD. Mm -hmm. Do we we don't really listen to CDs, but you know, <laughs> Echo, Amazon. It's like, okay if you still it's, do. <laughs> I know. I don't really have a CD, but I called it an Adele CD. So so am I because there's times that I go, I just want to listen to Mumford and Sons. And you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. But there's other times that I can't afford to right. listen to Mumford and Sons. Right. Because it's just neutral ground. It's just eh. Mm -hmm. And there's moments where like I'm spiritually dry and I just need to have that song come on by Bethel or Hillsong that I go, whoo, mm -hmm. or I need to hear Hurricane, mm -hmm. which I know front and back that, that our creative team wrote and sing, but like to go, yeah, that's hitting me. So am I focused on that? Am I consistent in church? Am I consistent in a life group? Then, then my stool isn't wobbly. Mm -hmm. So I think that people can get way too zeroed in on one thing, not Absolutely. realizing you've got three elements to your health yes. as a person. 
We at Life Church, and I think in the circle of staff and team and relationships, we are go-getters, mm -hmm. like <laughs> unapologetic yeah. racehorses. And I am all about, you know what, go get it. And although I, I never feel like I want to do it without God, because mm -hmm. that, that scares me no matter how much of a go-getter I am. But so we can be unapologetic, go-getters, just take it, take the world, the city by storm. Mm -hmm. Totally believe in that. But how do you manage to do that, but still live the life and the principle of this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. Life, spirituality, mm -hmm. changing a city, changing a culture, yeah. changing a legacy, a family legacy of how things have always been done. How do you do that and not lose the, I'm a go-getter, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna do this for the next 30 years. Not like, yeah. I want all of this by the end of this year. Yeah, I've learned the hard way, that's for sure. I've learned that I can do things of my own ability and might because God has given me some just natural abilities and I know my nature. And I think understanding ourselves and how we're wired helps us then to take the proper actions to help ourselves on this journey. And so I've definitely learned the hard way where I run after things and exhausted myself and realized that I had run ahead of God. So it wasn't that God hadn't uh, given me um, kind of this task in life, like this is your calling, this is what you need to do, but I could get ahead of him. I could run so hard, like, oh, I got this, and go and wear myself out and then see others around me who I really care about paying the price of mm. that lack in me. And, and then putting myself in a position where now I had to do extensive recovery mm. because I had gone too far out of my own ability and then how long it would take for me. So it's kind of like when you go on a vacation, right? And if you're so overworked and you haven't gone on vacation for a while, it's like the third or fourth or almost the last day of your vacation before you're like, oh, I finally relaxed and now we have to go. And I started to realize that when I would take a break and I would call this my Sabbath, and it was just this misconstrued idea of what Sabbath was, it was taking longer and longer until I, I just couldn't do it of myself anymore. And so I heard this once that, we should um, work from our rest and not rest from our work. Mm, so good. And the thing about rest is when we talk about abiding, there, there's multiple words for the word abiding in scripture. It's to linger, it's to lean on, right? God never intended for us to do it on our own. And so when we rest first before our work, we get to set our perspective right. We get to set our priorities right. We get to draw on Him and get instruction from Him, which is always kind and graceful and loving and is going to build us up and not tear us down. And so a good indicator of when you're working of your own strength and chasing after someone is that what are you leaving in the aftermath? Mm -hmm. are, is that causing you to be drained? Is that causing you to lose out? Is that causing some things to rise up in you that you're like, oh, like that wasn't too pretty, that wasn't too nice. And then in, in your family members and the people you love around you, they're ask them. You ask your son or daughter, what do you think about that? And they're very honest. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness for that because sometimes I need that honesty to check me. And so I just think if I can stay close to the well, if I can draw on God, if I can ask him, all right, I know that you gave me this sight, this view of the mountaintop, and I'm in this valley right now, and I know nothing has changed, but I need to stay close to you. I need to stay close to the rabbi, right? There's a saying that um, 
that when a Jewish rabbi would invite another in to be his protege, that the word they used for that was that I would walk in the dust of the rabbi, that his dust would be on my face. I know that if God's dust isn't on my face, my face is going to be in the dust because I will have worn myself out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.